Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, love. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my app, Affirm It. It's an app I've created to help you practice affirmations, manifestation, and spirituality. It has thousands of daily affirmations that you can affirm and swipe through, including exclusively curated collections for just what you're going through, from anxiety to confidence, to career growth to love, and so much more. You're going to have unlimited access to our library of meditations, visualizations, and our signature guided affirmations when you join. Affirm It is a place you can come to to work on your self-improvement through our guides, practices, and journaling. Start your free seven-day trial by heading to the show notes and clicking the link or go to your phone's app store and search for Affirm It. The subscription is just $4.49 a month or $44 for the entire year. We can't wait to see you in the app. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and I'm so excited because today we are talking all about self-worth. And now before we get into this episode, you'll see in the title that it's called Different Types of Self-Worth Based on Your Archetype. And what is an archetype? I want to take a minute and acknowledge what that means. So for me, I have created a quiz and a free thing for you to understand your manifestation archetype. And how I came up with these archetypes is based off of my audience, based off of you um, and the different types of personalities, the different types of goals and intentions I have seen in my community. And I feel like my community is very, very diverse. We have people of all ages, all backgrounds. And so I feel like it's a really great grasp. Um, And also these archetypes are inspired by things I've noticed on my own journey, different versions of myself. So these, in my opinion, are the four manifestation archetypes. And I believe everybody has an archetype. I believe we can all change. And the reason this is so important is because I think a lot of people, when it comes to manifestation, think it's a one size fits all. They think manifestation is this process that if you take part in it, it's going to work for you. But you probably know better than anybody that manifestation looks different for everybody. And maybe certain things that worked for other people might not be working for you. And I firmly believe that is because we all have different archetypes at different points in our life. And so depending on what your archetype is, I think manifestation looks different for you. Your spiritual journey looks different for you. And specifically for today, I want to talk about that self-worth might look different for you. And so if you have no idea where 
your archetype is, you are welcome to take the quiz. It's totally free. You can go to the show notes and it's in there. And if not, you are welcome to listen to this podcast and see, maybe you can guess your archetype and take the quiz after. However you want to do it. But I have four archetypes laid out and I have been all of these archetypes at different points in my life. There's no hierarchy. It's not that one is better than the other. It just depends on where you're at and what's currently going on in your reality. So the four archetypes I have, and I'll give you a little bit of a background, but the background is really going to come when I explain what self-worth looks like for all of them. So the four archetypes we have are the heart, the dreamer, the manifester, and the visionary. So each of these has their own personality type. It has different strengths, different challenges, different intentions that they're probably working on right now. And that's what I love about these archetypes is it's almost like a personality type on your spiritual journey. And the thing is, is we celebrate your personality type being able to change. You don't have to stay in the box of the archetype. You can take what works, leave what doesn't. And I think that's why these archetypes are so special to me. So if you want, feel free to pause, go find out your archetype. Maybe you already know your archetype. For me right now, I am in the visionary archetype. But not too long ago, I was the dreamer and I was the heart and I was the manifester. And maybe I'll change again. There's no like, you're only this forever. Okay, so when it comes to all of these archetypes, I think self-worth can look very different. Just like manifestation isn't a one-size-fits-all, I don't think self-worth and self-awareness and self-care is the same. Now, you guys have probably already heard my thoughts on self-worth and self-care, where I personally think self-worth and your sense of self is paramount on your spiritual journey. I think everything roots from there. I think it's the one thing we can't escape. I think it's the one thing that is always with us, that is always defining our vibration is how we perceive ourselves, what our worthiness looks like. And when it comes down to it, it can be really be confusing and be like, Pyle, what is self-worth? What, how do I practice self-worth? And so the best way I can figure out to explain this is by your archetype. And so I have come up with what self-worth looks like for each archetype and how it varies. And I am so curious if this resonates with you because I tapped into each, each of these archetypes and what I needed at that time and what would have helped me at those times in my life. Most likely they were the things I didn't want to focus on. They were the things that I wanted to avoid, but in reality, they were the one thing that really helped me tune into my self-worth and help me up-level my self-worth and help me develop more self-worth. So starting with the heart. The heart is that person, that woman, that man, that being who has so much emotion. They are such sensitive beings. They're such sensitive individuals. And currently their emotions and their feelings and their sensitivities are what are really showing up in their life. A good way to think of the heart is with someone who has so much love to give that they overgive and they forget to receive love. One disclaimer is if you resonate with all of these, that's totally fine. I encourage you, if all of these sound like little bits and pieces of you, to go take the quiz so you can hone in on one and focus on one for now. 
Okay, back to the heart. So my suggestion and my interpretation, what will really help the heart increase their self-worth, what will really help the heart expand and create a better relationship with your worthiness is two things. One is to work on creating more love and appreciation for your physical self, your physical body. Most likely, if you're the heart, you struggle sometimes with self-image. You struggle with the way you talk to yourself when you look in the mirror. And one way to really work on your self-worth is to do mirror work, is to talk in the mirror with love, look at yourself with love. Even if you don't feel it right away, start to just say these things and see how you feel. The next thing for the heart is really, I think what's going to help you is understanding and looking at your identity of who you are in this world and accepting that you are enough in this world just as you are. You are allowed to just show up as bold, as authentic, and as uniquely you as you can be and give yourself permission that you are enough as you are and you don't have to change just because other people might be different and other people's versions of worthiness and other people's versions of success and enoughness and marriage and relationships or money look different. You are allowed to be just who you are in this world. And I think that's really going to turn your level of self-worth up is by finally accepting how you show up just as you are without feeling like you have to change yourself. Now, I hope that resonates if you're the heart. And now if you are the dreamer, so the dreamer is somebody who is super ambitious. They are very, very like, I am ready for my next level of success. I am ready for the next layer of me. And they're very ambitious, typically in their career. And the biggest thing with the dreamer is you feel like you have to accomplish things to create more worth. That is where your worth comes from, is your level of accomplishments. And that's not a bad thing. But what I encourage you to do is to stop identifying your worth with your accomplishments. Stop identifying your next milestone as another reason for you to be worthy. Stop identifying who you are as what you've accomplished because what you've accomplished does not make up who you are. You are so much more than your achievements. You're so much more than how much money you make. You're so much more than your job title. And so as the dreamer, I really invite you to stop associating your self-worth with your successes because once you can separate that and you can disassociate your worthiness from outside accolades, you will be able to start to see yourself for who you really are. A way to kind of get there, a way to create that level of self-worth for you because you're like, yeah, Pyle, in theory, that sounds great, but how do I do it? For me, my recommendation, if you are the dreamer, is to actually slow down. Allow yourself to not constantly push to the next level. Slow down your thinking. Take some time to slow down your thoughts. And maybe here is a guided meditation or a guided visualization to just create some more ease in your life. Or if you want to self-guide yourself through quiet time and meditation, just to pause. I feel like you have to give yourself permission to pause rather than feeling like you keep having to do the next thing. You give yourself permission to just chill. Maybe you don't have to go to every single event or say yes to every single thing you're invited to. Give yourself permission to say no. Now, if you are the manifester, the manifester is similar to the dreamer in the sense that their career and their work and their 
external um, like successes is important. However, the manifestor differs where they've kind of reached a lot of these successes, but you still feel like something is missing. Maybe you're in your dream job and you still feel like a little bit of unfulfillment. Maybe you have your soulmate, but you still feel a little bit of unfulfillment. So the manifestor is someone who has manifested some of the big things in their life, but still feel a missing piece. Um, And you're not really sure what to do about it. You're like, wait, I thought this is what I wanted the whole time. So you're in that transitionary period. If this is you, I really want to invite you to stop feeling guilty for how far you've come. As a manifester, you have a tendency to be the friend in the group that is further along. You have a tendency to be the one that people come to for advice. You have a tendency to be held on a higher pedestal simply because you did the inner work to get to where you are, but now you're kind of feeling guilty and you feel a little shameful. You might be in a position where you're like, why am I getting all of this? Why can't the people in my life get all of this? And you might feel guilt. You might feel shame that the people around you are not as far ahead as they'd like to be. And you know the missing piece, you know how you can help them, but they don't really want to be helped. So my invitation for you is to one, give yourself credit that you put in the work, you did the inner work to get here. But also what I need you to do is to stop dimming your light in front of the people around you. That's really, really sabotaging your own self-worth is because you are holding yourself back to stay familiar, to stay comfortable, to stay in the same energy, to stay in the same frequency as the people in your life. And you don't want to make other people uncomfortable. My invitation to you to up your self-worth and to really reconnect with you is one, stop playing so small. And secondly, don't be afraid to make other people uncomfortable. Because what if the discomfort that you cause them by showing them what's possible is actually the permission they need to get to where they want to be. As a manifester, you have a really, really strong sense of who you are and how powerful you are, but now you're kind of just doubting it and you're like, wait, am I actually worthy of this even though it's here? So one practice for you I really recommend is just gratitude and true gratitude. I have a podcast on this where I talk about full gratitude, not just saying thank you, but really basking in appreciation, noticing how good we really do have it with all the little blessings, whether it's waking up or the biggest thing you've ever manifested, practice gratitude to help you ground into all the worth you are worthy of. Um, And not only will your self-worth increase and improve, but you'll also start to show and inspire the people around you how much they are capable of. So don't take it as a curse. Don't take it as why are the good things only happening to me? You are calling it in. That is your point of attraction. And all you can do is honor that and appreciate how good you do have it. And that can only help everybody else around you, right? Now, lastly, as a visionary, so a little bit about the visionary. The visionary is somebody who you've kind of manifested all the physical stuff. You've done the home. You've done the soulmate. You've done a lot of those things. And now what it really feels like is you're at this point of maintenance, but very much so in a spiritual level of connecting to your higher self. Like you're not focusing on the 3D stuff anymore. You're a lot more like 
who am I spiritually? You might notice that some of the things you've manifested were not what you expected. Um, even though they were so important to you at one point, you might notice you're changing a lot, like your initial desires and things that you initially thought were important to you are changing a lot. And you really are just in this exploratory, curious phase where you're like, I know there's more and I'm trying to tap into this more. You're more into the energetics. You know there's deeper things beyond what you're eating for food. You know everything is energy and you're really trying to start to live that. You're curious about how to really embody that. That's your main focus. Not saying that other people don't have this focus, but this is like your biggest priority is how do I connect deeper? So as the visionary, one thing similar to the manifester is sometimes you kind of get caught up in, oh, the people around me, I wish they could be, feel good, feel just as good as I do because I know how possible it is. But one thing with the visionary is we tend to feel a little bit more lonely as a visionary because you're at this point where you're so content where it can kind of be feel a crossover conventionally to the conventional thoughts of loneliness. And you'll be like, hmm, am I really on my own? Do I need to spend all this time with people? And that'll be kind of the thing that makes you doubt your worth is, am I, do I need to be more social? Do I need better friends or do I need to cut people off? Um, so when it comes to that, that's going to make you doubt your worth is your relationships might make you question am I actually doing something wrong? And what I really want to invite you to do as a visionary is to learn how to be okay spending time with yourself. Find sacred joy in spending time with yourself and just sitting with yourself, allowing yourself to get bored with just you. Don't distract yourself with music. Don't distract yourself with an activity. Just sit and be in your body, be in your mind, be in your soul, um, and just be. Um, Because as a visionary, it's like, we're so present in the 3D world, but we're so curious about the 4D and the 5D that you need to give yourself permission to be in the 4D. You need to give yourself permission to be in the 5D world. So my invitation for you to kind of up your self-worth and reconnect to who you are and find a better sense of meaning is to just spend more time with yourself and allow yourself to enjoy this time because it's very easy to be like, oh, I need to seek out spiritual friendships. And we're, we kind of feel like there's things outside of us, but honestly, we know this. We all, all the archetypes know this. Everything you need is within you. But as a visionary, you have to give yourself that time to just be with yourself. Turn off your phone, unplug, or at least put it in airplane mode and just be with yourself and just notice and observe. That is a beautiful way to be like, well, I am this powerful being and I know how worthy I am. So that is my take on what self-worth can look like and how you can really achieve self-worth and cultivate more self-worth based on your archetype. I am so curious if this resonated with you. This is kind of something I'm really playing with with my intuition because these archetypes feel like they resonate with me and my one-on-one clients and I'm so interested to see if they resonate with you because I love sharing different strategies and different tips based on these archetypes because we aren't all the same. We're all always changing. And so I hope this can help you have a more granular approach to your spiritual journey. 
So if you liked this episode by breaking things down by each archetype and it resonated with your archetype or you were like, whoa, I know my archetype is the dreamer and this is exactly what I needed, I would love to hear your feedback if you want more episodes on specific archetypes and if you want more episodes just like this on different categories, maybe like what abundance looks like or how to create more money based on your archetype. I feel like that would be so fun. For me, it's really fun to create because it feels like such an intuitive process and it feels like I'm really channeling it. So I really, really hope this resonated with you. I hope you learned something new. I hope you got a really tangible takeaway. And I hope based on your archetype, you can take the actions I'm suggesting and you can take away something and put it in a practice today. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. I had so much fun recording this episode and I hope it was just as fun for you to listen to and put into practice. I love you and I can't wait to hear from you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. Mm -hmm.